it's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Kyle. So we're going to eliminate the part of the nickname that actually relates to his name. We're losing Nicholas. We're transferring that to Nikolai. We're cutting out Nikolai. We're just isolating Hobby Bulin. We're getting rid of Hobby, going Bulin, relating it to the Berlin Wall from night that came down in 1989. Bulin Wall, baby Bulin Wall, baby Bulin Wall. And Steve. I think next week I'll show up your clean shave. Okay. And we'll begin this process. I mean, I may not look you directly in the eye. Well, because well, I mean, the beard, it, it, the beard father doesn't acknowledge the unbearded. It's happened before, and you literally never notice it. So now it makes sense. So basically, nothing will change. Now here they are, two guys who are living in style: Steve and Kyle. Interesting choice of audio for a little segment there. If you notice, my eyes are averted. Mm. Looking down, something is amiss. Something is as advertised, <laughs> as it discussed. Is. Yeah, Steve, I I come to you today. Look, I guess. <sighs> I guess the beard father just doesn't know how to react. Beard father's not sure uh, what he's looking at. Mm-hmm. Because as you just heard, it's the first thing that comes to mind is yuck. <laughs> as you just heard, mm-hmm. the beard father does not acknowledge the unbearded. The unbearded. You know, I feel like if we're, if we're talking, if we're talking beard, if we're talking beard father. That's right. Yes. Do you have your, we need some generic royalty free Italian music. You've really got to amp up the jowls if you could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I come to you today, beard father. Ah, you come to me in the. The day of my daughter's wedding, seeking beardly advice. Asking to simply bend at the knee to the beard father. On this, the day of my daughter's wedding. Yeah, you've mentioned. Congrats, whatever. For advice. Speed it up, I got a wedding to get to. Christ, it seems like we all know <laughs> your daughter's getting married. I ask you for advice today. Today, the day of my daughter's wedding. Oh, for the love of <laughs> On where do I go from here? We agreed last week, dear yeah. father, that I would start clean shaving. Today, the day of my daughter's wedding. I appreciate you being clean shaven. Had I known, I'd have waited. So I wouldn't have to hear so much about your... Your effing daughter's wedding. Boy. Did I not give a gift or something? (sighs) We had agreed that you would guide me like a... a uh, taxi driver to my final destination... (laughs) A uh, a warden of the beard mm-hmm. on my new journey to figure out what to do. Yeah, yes. Regular Brando over there. <laughs> really gotta bring it from the back. Really tug those cheeks down. <laughs> that was a little Nixon. <laughs> I'm not a crook. <laughs> but we digress. <laughs> so today you come to me on the day of my... Yeah, today. <laughs> my daughter's <laughs> wedding seeking, the... seeking beardly advice on what to do next now that you are clean shaven. 
and looking like an absolute abomination to the bearded community. I will give you one piece of advice. Thank you. Cease shaving. Hmm. That is all. Now please, let me get back. For it is buffet time. Today, being the day of my daughter's wedding, I must eat buffet shrimp huh? cocktail. Buffet, huh? It's a little chinsy for you, beard father. But no, beard father just left. Actually, oh, once the music is over, he he times it perfectly, so he's out the door. <laughs> he's already, he's already like elbow deep in shrimp cocktail. That's, right. That's all it is, too. Just a bowl of shrimp. But not a bowl like you'd put a salad in. A bowl that you would put a salad in at Olive Garden. (laughs) For multiple people. Yeah. Yeah, it's family style. (laughs) He's elbow deep in that bowl of shrimp. Uh Uh-huh. Well, look, the Beard Father Father plays by his own rules. So he just gave you some really good advice, I thought. I mean, I had stepped out, but I caught the tail end of it as I was walking back in. I just wish I could ask him, you know, do do I trim it? You know, do I... Just let her go this week? Oh! <laughs> Did you forget something? I forgot my handkerchief. So while I'm in here, I will let you ask me one more question. Should I? Today. No. The day of my daughter's wedding. I said I don't care about your goddamn daughter. That's going to be a problem. Sorry, Beard Father, I spoke out of turn there. Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes. Then I, you might sleep there, too. I allowed my unshaven idiot self to take over. I can only apologize, Beard Father. Horse head in your bed. The hip-hop song, or... Should I beard Leave father? the gun. Take the cannoli. Should I keep it trimmed, beard father, or should I simply let it grow for right now? Seeing as how you have come to me today. For the love of God. The day of, <laughs> the day of my daughter's wedding, I will give you one piece of advice. Trim up the cheeks mm. and the chin. Or the neckline. But let the rest of it grow and prosper. In beardly prayers, amen. Thank you, Beard Father. Hey, thanks, Beard Father. He's already gone. Good to meet you. Nice to have a a guy like that on call. Yeah, just kind of comes and goes. That is, uh, it's a nice bonus that when you have questions about something so (laughs) wide-ranging... He just strolls in. You know, it's like having a pop culture historian on staff at your beck and call. You got to wonder, though, how much does it cost to have an on-call accordion player? Right. For whatever the accordion, right? Squeeze box? Yeah. 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 For whenever we have a beard question and the beard father's in the building. Beard father. Yeah. Well, the beard father's always, he is never too far away. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Good to good to know that you got your questions answered by the beard father. Yeah, listen, I don't know I'm, if you noticed. I did a little little beard maintenance. Oh, I did. I did. Yours yeah. is it's it's shorter. I did. Yeah, I went to get a haircut yesterday, and I was feeling a little froggy. I was like, mm-hmm. "Give me the beard trim too. Extra wow. eight, eight bucks. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I can do that." They get in there with the scissors, so they yeah, get they, in there with the, the so they they just straight trim it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. they put a little like uh, oil or anything in there. They to really... would have. They would have if I had if I had requested it. But I did not. I declined. But they just they shave it dry for you then. Yeah, they do a little, okay. yeah, a little trim all around. It doesn't seem worth eight bucks. You know, not really. But one of my least favorite things, uh, being a fellow beardsman, eventually you may you may get to this point. I can't comment currently, but I can no. listen to your comments. One of my least favorite things is having to clean up the hair after the beard trim. Horrible. So eight bucks? Yeah. It's a bargain. I did... Because, as we said last week, I was going to start this week clean-shaven. And mm-hmm. I think what we'll do, Steve, is when we're done recording, take a picture of me in front of one of these panels of just yep. the uh, face. Yep. And we can track it week by week here on my journey to become a beardsman. Yeah. Quest for beard supremacy. Mm-hmm. 
that I did. It was a bit long enough that I had to use the kind of the clipper first mm-hmm. and then yep. use the, the blade. So use the clipper and then you just have a mountain of hair everywhere in the bathroom sink. So I'm trying to clean that up. Oh, and, it. oh it's well, awful. The, one, of the awful. Key, one of the keys that I noticed. Do you want a key to the game? You want a key to the uh, key to the beard? I mean, if a Steve key to the game is fine, mm-hmm. and I'll accept it. Will I put it on the same pantheon as a key to the game from the Beard Father? No, but right. it's still welcome right. nonetheless. The technique I go with is when I'm shaving, I always shave over the sink, mm-hmm. looking you know, looking right in the mirror. Obviously, plug the drain. So you hit the little mm-hmm. the little plunger. Make sure the sink is dry completely dry so you do your dry trim everything falls into the sink Mm -hmm. and then it's very simple to just scoop it all up into a ball don't don't let it go down the drain because right and it'll get gonna be a mess yeah so either throw it in the garbage or flush it then you open the drain rinse the sink out and then you go with your wet shave okay so i mean look i'm no beard father no no you're just an idiot Chiming in with beard I'm just, ideas. I'm just a stooge mm-hmm. like you. Mm-hmm. We're all waiting for the next little nugget mm-hmm. from patron saint beard father. <laughs> if he could ever find the time on this. Yeah. <laughs> the the day, day of his daughter's of wedding. His daughter's wedding. I mean, it's I mean my God. It's I a get, big day. <laughs> I get being proud. <laughs> He's very proud. But, but look. Oof. You'd, I'm going to bail out here. I'm not, I'm not talking bad about the beard father. No, no, no. Especially... Well, Today, horse head in your bed. The day of his daughter's wedding. Sleeping with the fishes. Mm -hmm. None of us want that. No. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. We will. uh, You can check out social media at Stephen Kyle. Yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We'll post a picture of a 36 hour clean shaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is the start of my journey to become a beardsman. Beardsman. Yeah. So hopefully one day I can stand arm in arm. On the picket line of beardsmen. <laughs> the picket line of... Against the... The, the clean shaven. The beard breakers. The, <laughs> like the union busters. Right. So I noticed we have something sitting on the counter over there that showed up just a couple of days ago to the yes. P.O. box. Yes. May as well get right to hey it. Hey folks, viewer mail time again. Oh, here's one from Sally, age 14. <clears throat> Dear Pig... Definitely Sally, age 14. Still undetermined. Hmm. Got to find her. All right. What do we got over there? It looks like a, this is... a thick USPS envelope. Well, oh, boy. I don't... Do I even want to get into my my current oh boy. ongoing beef? With the United States Postal Service. Yeah. The USPS. Mm. Not pleased with them right now. Big thanks uh, to our friend Derek Moore, mm-hmm. who not only... Supported those end of the driveway warriors, Ugh. but also supported them by purchasing one of their mailers that you can buy. People buy them, huh? Well, I, I got to tell you, this is not this is not a ringing endorsement for what's going to be inside. Mm. What do we got on because the stamp? Over what there? did he just do? What kind of stamp did he? That get? is a purple heart stamp. Purple heart. It's right. a forever stamp, as I think they all are now. They are, yeah. unless you buy the additional for ounces. Um, I think they're all forever stamps. I don't know why we refer to them. Just call them stamps. At this yeah, point. exactly. It's been forever stamps for like 30 years. So Derek brought uh, whatever this is. Did he just wander into the post office, get there and realize, uh-oh. Forgot an envelope. I don't have an envelope. Where's Derek from? Derek looks, oh my gosh, Steve, this this will speak to your heart here. Mm-hmm. Derek looks like he mailed this from the southern side of Maine. Ah, beautiful Maine. You know all about the Southern Sunshine Coast. Sunshine State, they call it. Everybody. The, the Keystone State over Keystone there. Keystone State, yeah. Live free or die. Mm-hmm. Actually, is that is that Maine? Is it New Hampshire? New Hampshire. That's New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. <laughs> and Steve, you are, I mean, you can tell us all about Southern Maine. Oh, because boy. you are the expert on Southern Coasts, as I mm-hmm. believe you stayed uh, for your honeymoon. Sandals, Jamaica. Ocho Rios on the... Northern coast. Oh, I... the northern coast, not to be, uh, which, I mean, I, I understand uh, how you related that because north is the opposite of south. So right. basically the same thing. You're just talking to an idiot non-sandalsman. I've never been. Boy, sandals um, has been upping 
their marketing. They're lately. still emailing you? Still. I've gotten like four in the last two days. Don't you want to go back? I want to go back so bad. And relive the romance uh-huh. and the, the time of your life. Yeah. Sitting around the pool. Garage door openers might be burning out any day now. I might need a new one. You're sitting around the pool. You're reading the newest four wheeler Uh that you packed in your bag. Got right over there. You've got flip flops with socks on. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it, right? You're Amazoning garage door openers on foreign Wi Fi that you're paying like 19 bucks a day (laughs) for. It's all included. All inclusive. You don't need a dollar in your pocket. Of course it is. And as you heard a couple of weeks ago, you uh, the extra bonus is the bellhop singing you a love song uh-huh. to kick off your honeymoon. Uh-huh. Uh, so I apologize then, Steve. I I don't even know if you can see this package with you looking down your nose at the southern coaster mm. from Maine, Derek Moore. Let me uh, give this thing an open here. Uh, yeah, it is from a USPS document mailer, probably the last one that's been sold. Yeah, probably made in, uh, like, 1988. You know, the day's going to come Boy, where you I'm, I'm going to have to get better at this. Let me, here, watch. Well, it's already open I now. Know, I, don't, I know, but I'm going to... Can you do a side? Show me how you do a side. See, what you're doing, like, you're yeah. you're jabbing down. you got to jab up. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, you didn't, we didn't get all the way to the end there, Steve. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, cheat there. See what you got to do. Insert. Look at that. See? Perfect. But I don't if I want it in one swoop. Is that just not a thing? I think that you're I'm gonna have to go multiple Look, I think you're 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 dreaming. You gotta crawl before you can walk. Maybe eventually you'll be able to do the single swipe. Maybe but... I need some time in a mail room. Boy, I've never seen someone so bad at opening an envelope. <laughs> like it's not a it's not a, a skill at all. It's just something that people know how to do. I'll post it on the poll. I think is, that could be is, qualified. Uh, is opening an envelope a skill? <laughs> yeah. There's probably people who look at themselves and say, I'm a great enveloper. A great envelope opener. Envelopener. And <laughs> so this is from our friend Derek Moore in the south side of Maine. Mm-hmm. Steve, it looks like we've got an addition to make. Oh, yeah. We got some. Uh, is it, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is it? No, I mean, I know that the, the envelope. Doesn't look like it, but is it? Is it money? Day? Oh no! No, God, no! I should have okay. clarified it. So All right. Yeah, well, thanks for nothing, Derek. Go dig into the wallet because we're going to pay this month. It looks like there's a little letter to go along with this. Okay, throw that out. Don't care. Lovely penmanship. Oh, good. My goodness! Look at this. Oof, the few things is, I that take. That is nice. That's nice. I take I, note on the T with an extra long top of the T. Oh, boy. If I had penmanship like that, I don't think I'd ever type. I would never type. No. Or I'd, I'd I would, write a novel, but I would physically write the novel. Like when I was texting, if I was going to text you, mm-hmm. I would open up like the, the little... draw pad. Thing. Yeah, the little draw pad, yeah. and I would write it out and then send it to you. Either that or because I'm I'm old enough now where I wouldn't be able to figure that out, I would still write it on a piece of paper Take a picture of that okay. and then send it yeah, to you, very which nice. seems very backward. Nice. But. Yeah. Hey, fellas, here's my contribution to the sticker wall. Ooh, this boy. place has amazing burgers. Next time you're in Maine, check them out. Well, Steve, you'll be there in probably a year. If I remember sometime, right. Yeah, I'll be there sometime in the next year. I've been a listener since year two, and mm. I love the podcast. Keep up the mediocre work. Okay. Regards. Derek Moore from Alfred, Maine. Alfred, Maine. Alfred, Maine's favorite son, Derek Moore. Oh, look at that. Steve, this ought to give you flashbacks because what that looks like is about half the station's logos that you guys are broadcast (laughs) on. Blazes Burgers in Westbrook, Maine. Custom crafted burgers. That's a nice logo. That's a fine logo. Was the box of burgers at the P.O. box? It must be there now. And that's out running some errands right now. Texter, have her swing by. Hey. Hey. Toots. All right. Well, as is tradition. Yes. A lovely addition. On, on a, not a unique shape, but a circle that as we kind of form a new row here on the sticker wall, or Steve. do I go up here? Oh, it's a little too snug against the doorknob. We'll also post an updated picture of the sticker wall uh, this week on our social media. Check that out at Steve and Kyle. We always love these additions as we traverse the Stephen Kyle podcast universe uh, on our way to add the most unique 
and local flavored stickers to our sticker wall from our listeners abound. You can find the address in the notes of this podcast, or if you're lazy enough, you can go ahead and DM us as well on uh, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Steve and Kyle. We can send you that address for Steve's P.O. Box so you can add your local flair to the sticker wall. Thank you, Derek. Blazes Burgers, Westbrook, Maine, now proudly displayed on the sticker yeah, wall. That... So what do you say? We got one, two, three, like five, five rows, I guess. Yeah. Since they're all different sizes. Yeah, it's 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 a nice handful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to fill that thing up to the bottom. We're not in any rush. No, no, no. So, you know, as you find one, maybe oh, it's how local. About, what do we say? Maybe by the end of the year. Because we started the sticker yeah. wall at the beginning of the year. Yeah. We're roughly halfway down. This would be... That would be very nice if we had essentially a half door. That's full of stickers by the end of the year. That's probably the most attainable goal we've ever set for this podcast. Yeah. Put stickers on a door. Boy, we've we've <laughs> set some doozies. And as we talked about, I don't want the world to forget. It is on the list. Uh, I know for, for, for certain we have at least one person willing to help us as Parade Cast seems like it's right online for us. It's going to happen. I don't see anything getting in the way outside of the city saying no. And I don't think that they can say no, right? Even if they say no, I I think we pivot and we reapply as second chance Jeeps. Oh, good idea. Just to give them, well, hey, it's a local, you're not, I don't think you're uh, reported as a business, but it has a business name and they're not going to check that. Who cares? But it would look a little more legitimate than the Steve and Kyle podcast. Um, we're not going to dive too much into that because that is four and a half months away. I do have some, uh, well, not really break. Okay, breaking news. Oh, Bre- breaking well, news. Listen, we've got a sounder for that. Do we? Uh, yep, just so oh, here we go. We're just going to hit one of them again and hope uh, for the best. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then, sorry. I think it was. It's this one. That's the one. <laughs> a breaking news about ParadeCast. We have a driver. We do. We do have a driver. Our Who? buddy, our buddy, Cy Nolan Ryan Young, oh. has agreed to terms. Lovely. <laughs> I was uh, hanging out with him for a bit the other day, and I said, hey, you're going to need to help us out. Yeah. Uh, I need an experienced driver. And he was like, yeah, I'm a, okay, great. I'm in. Thinking I'm going to ask him for, like, you know, help me pull this trailer or yeah, pick up some lumber. And I said, uh, you need to wear a uh, Christmas costume. <laughs> Well, no, I thought the town drunk was going to be wearing that. Right, but I mean, I think that our driver should be festively dressed as well. well. I, I don't want him wearing, you know, like an American flag shirt no, on no. the holidays. It's got to be flannel. You have to wear a flannel. I'm hoping uh, maybe a mug of coffee or hot chocolate that says number one dad. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll get one of those, like, obnoxious cup holders that attaches to the dashboard. Yeah, yeah. And then, maybe yeah. Oh, maybe a beer helmet. But with a cup of cocoa. But with hot cocoa. That was, I believe, part of our design for Seasonal Sammy. Was it really? Yeah. Well, good ideas always manage to okay. regurgitate. Listen, this thing He's in, though. is coming together. Then. He is in. I told him that he may have to climb in the window because the Christmas tree is going to be... Or the holiday uh, uh, ornamental might yeah. be strapped well, to the top. Let's not give too much away. We kind of want the design, the full design that you and okay. I have talked a little yeah. bit about off air. Okay. We kind of, I think we want the full design and ambiance of what our... Do we... I get our... We're, we have to call it a float. Yeah. <laughs> of our parade float to we, be a surprise to the people who show up to see think, us in the parade. Do you think we pull a trailer instead of trying to do all of this in the bed? That's not a bad idea because yeah. even then the trailer, you and I would still have to record in the bed because we need some semblance of power, right? Right. No, well, no, we can run this off battery. Yeah. Well, we're, we're time limited. Yeah. Don't worry about power. I'm, I'm not worried about power. I we'll, just worry we'll about to... if we're recording in the trailer portion if we had to do any semblance of power, that means we would have to run a cord from a trailer to the truck. We got to the, we got extension cords. I envisioned the Comanche with the hood slightly cracked <laughs> and multiple cables running extension to the batteries. <laughs> We're now just clipping things to your battery, <laughs> sucking juice <laughs> to the point where if Chris slows down the car it's like yeah. speed if he lets dumber yeah, if, he, if he lets off the gas at all so we're going to be idling through this parade yeah. at about seven thousand rp he's going to have it in fifth gear going four Just constantly. yeah and again the poor tabernacle choir of world war ii veterans behind us is going to be singing you know hallelujah 
over the sound of the Comanche constantly yeah. revving. Yeah. And while then, we're sucking in the exhaust. Yeah. While you and I are about to die from fumes. And yeah. you and, and we're also talking about all the other floats in the parade mm-hmm. while we record our live podcast. Yeah. So we got a driver. We've got a driver. Yeah. I know for a fact we have our seasonal Sammy. Yep. We'll have to work diligently with enough time that we can hit up thrift stores and whatnot to make sure we can fully complete the costume for our seasonal Sammy. Mm-hmm. Because we need to go back and listen, figure out how we wanted him designed, and then add on to it. Mm-hmm. And then this is no, we have to prep the float. Yeah. Because that, we have ideas of uh, what we want it to look like and I'm, how we want it to, to, to I'm feel. looking forward to that. I think it'll probably be like the weekend before we'll record the podcast and yeah. then head out to the garage and I'll, we'll have all of our supplies out there, maybe yeah. some poster board and arts and crafts and glitter and uh, popsicle sticks, mm-hmm. the whole family. I'm, I'm envisioning uh, y- your wife and your son coming over sure. and uh, my wife and my kids all out in the garage, and it's going to be a great time putting together this family-friendly float. That's right. For the big parade. We, we need to figure out a lot of the smaller details, but that's not important. The one thing that we do need, and the only reason I brought this up now, um, because you had texted me this week that you are currently in Comanche, Manche mode is mm-hmm. what you called it, Manche I believe. Mode, yeah. And you're making a lot of headway, and I haven't asked you about that because I couldn't care less. Well, I think you kind of have to care a bit now oh, because it's... Well, I'm not driving that, are you, it. Are I, you torn on need... that? Are you torn on the fact that you have to... You got to have a little skin in the game. You no, have to because... Be... I now know that it runs because mm-hmm. I saw that choppy video of you sitting on a bucket. <laughs> okay. So I know worst case scenario, uh-huh. Cy Nolan Ryan Young is sitting on a bucket, revving it nope. at 4,000 RPM for an hour. It's not going to happen. There, there's been seat progress. Oh, that's, did you like uh, staple the bucket to the, <laughs> to the bottom? The actual seat was dropped off. To be reupholstered. Oh, you're going with a nice leather, maybe like a red and black no, sport we're doing look. A, we're doing a, uh, the outside is going to be like a, a weathered gray, um, like a marine grade vinyl, like you would see in a, in a boat. Um, and then there's going to be inside uh, segments or not segments, but like the, the inner portion is going to be a gray tweed, mm. which, uh, I can't wait for. I'm excited. Yeah. There's a chance that there will be holes in the floor still. There's always a chance. (laughs) Again, there's always a chance that there will be holes in the floor. Yes. You know why I don't care? I'm not driving. (laughs) The bed. I mean, the bed is fine. I need to make sure there's a bucket in the bed that I can sit on or a bench. Boy, I can't wait for this. This is going to be fun. What we still need. I know for a fact somebody has used to at least listen to this podcast. If you or if you know anybody who does the vinyl decals or wrapping for cars, Mm -hmm. that's what we're looking for at this point for the Comanche. Not a full wrap, something that can be removed. Mm -hmm. We can obviously put any of your company. We'll pay. We'll put your company logo on it as well. Well, pay. I mean. Sure, yeah, we'll pay. We'll give you money. <laughs> that old joke. Please, please let us know if you have that type of access or know somebody who would be willing to do that locally, preferably. We don't want to ship yeah. the Comanche back to uh, wherever you bought it from <laughs> and then yeah, some, bring it back No, here. honestly, if there is a company, because I, I have thought about, um, I'm still not sure. Like, ultimately, when I end up finishing the Comanche, like, the last thing that will be done will be the paint. Yeah. Or, but I haven't even decided whether okay. I'm actually going to paint it yet. So I haven't outruled. I haven't uh, ruled out wrapping it. Okay. So if th- if there's a company out there that's interested in doing something like that, obviously when I get it wrapped, I'm, you know, it sounds stupid to say, but like, yeah, I'm willing to pay for it. Like I ha- I plan to pay for right. it. Right. Yeah. But if there is a company that does something like that and uh, and wants to reach out, that would be great. I would love to give business to somebody that listens to the podcast or a fan of the side gig or something like that. So would love this. That is the, what the big item we need yet is about it Mm -hmm. on, um, for, for this 
yeah. float. The rest, you and I and family, yeah. and we'll we'll figure out accordingly, uh, and then we'll send out dates and times for when this parade actually what? is coming up in November. Yeah, but yeah, I, I got like the, to see the streets yeah. lined with merch. Is dropped, what we want. Dropped the the seat off mm-hmm. at the upholstery shop. That's mm-hmm. going to be done in he said two to three weeks. Sure. Um. I fixed the uh, some trim on the windows. is all nice and oh. replaced, so it's nice. It's not all dry rotted rubber anymore. Um, boy, I've really attempted to get that rear window installed. Had a glass shop come out. They cut the old window out because it had. Oh wow! It had to be of, cut out. Well, it's a, yeah, it's like urethaned in there. Okay. So one of the panels had broken, which I was very disappointed about. But I found a new window. I spent like three days getting this window. I took it all apart. I cleaned every part of it. Mm-hmm. I painted it. I put it all back together. It looked brand new. And I was like, this is perfect. Awesome. I, call, I called up this glass shop. They're like, yeah, no problem. We'll be out tomorrow. They come right out to the house. It's two guys. Super nice. They cut the old window out. And then I was like, all right, well, I'll be in the house if you need anything. So like half hour later, I hear a tap on the door and I'm like, perfect. I'm going to go out and they're going to say, See you later. It's all done. Here's the bill. And uh, they said, yeah, this window that you have here that you want us to put in, it doesn't fit. It's the different size. I was like, that's weird. Did and you the start- crazy thing is he had the old window mm-hmm. that he took out, lined it up next to the new window. Okay. And one of them was easily like two inches taller than the other one. So I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It sure doesn't fit. But then last night I went out there. I was like, man, I know that that's not, something's wrong. I went out there and I measured the window opening and I measured the new window and they're exactly the same. I don't know what happened. Oh no. So do you just have a loose extra window now? Well, I have two extra windows because... (laughs) Because, of course, I do. Um, but right now, I have a truck that has no back window, which, to be honest, I kind of like. <laughs> it gives you that open-air convertible feel. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm going to be calling. A, a, look, if you're a glass company out there that oh, good. Uh, uh, you know anything about Comanche rear windows, hit me up. Oh, boy. Is this a big hindrance? Is it? I mean... I don't know, is not having a window in your vehicle a big hindrance? Well, I, in my mind, and granted, obviously I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Is this just where you go buy a different, you know, the correct size window? No, of course not, because it's, since it's the Comanche, everything's difficult. This glass shop that was out here, mm-hmm. the guy was super nice, and he's like, I, I know that we can get this glass, uh, we can order the right glass you need. And I'm like, okay. all right, cool. So he said, somebody from the office will get in touch with you. And, uh, well, you know, what's up? Well, they mm-hmm. got back to me at five minutes to five yesterday afternoon and said, okay. yeah, we can't find it. So oh, that was it. <laughs> that was the end. <laughs> Recommended another glass shop. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> but in I, the guess process, I, I guess they... I was waiting for another sentence after that. Well, I also have to ask you a question mm-hmm. first. Uh, but, but first th- what they did when they took my old window out, the guy took it with them. Like okay. he loaded it into their vehicle. Again, this is a broken window, sure. so I'm not going to use it for anything, but he took it with him and he said, I'm going to take this with me. So when we order your new one, when it comes in, I want to be able to match it up and make sure it's the right size and blah, 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 blah. Okay. I'm like, all right, sounds good. So now that they can't get it, they can't get the new glass. Yeah. The woman messaged me yesterday and she said, we can drop off your old one uh, on Tuesday next week after the holiday weekend. I was like, all right. I mean, I don't really need it, but right. Cause it's no good to me. It's broken, but I kind of want it back. So in case I can't find a new window, maybe I can figure out a way to fix this one. Right. Um, so they're going to come back out. But originally when I booked this earlier in the week, the woman said, okay, yeah, no problem. The guys will be out Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday morning, you'll receive a text that'll have the link so you can go online and pay for it, pay the bill. She's like, as long as you pay for it by like five o'clock that day, there's no late charges or anything. I was like, perfect. Super convenient. 
Sure enough, that morning, 8 a.m., I get a text. Here's what your total is. Click on this. You can make your payment. So I figured, okay, I'll wait until after they do the install to pay yeah, for it. Right. So when it didn't get installed, I called them back and the woman said, don't worry about paying. Don't pay for it at all because obviously we didn't finish the, the job. What we'll do is once we once we figure it all out, I'll send you, I'll void this one and I'll send you a new invoice. I was like, yeah. oh, great. Well, yesterday when she called to say that they couldn't get the glass and basically said, all right, well, see you later. We'll drop off your window on Tuesday. Very nice. Very okay. nice. Should I say, hey, should I still pay you? Because technically, they, I was going to pay them to uninstall the old one, install the new one. Mm-hmm. They did half of that, so I'm figuring roughly half I should owe, right? Boy, I get. I mean, or is, is it an something? Overall, do you think it, you wait for them to ask? I think so. I don't think you bring it up, and I think you maybe that do they hand you an invoice? I think you wait for that. I mean, she said that they'd come out Tuesday morning and drop it off. Okay. I'm going to be at work then. Yeah, well, are you s- going to see like a, uh, you know, something under the windshield wiper, <laughs> right. a bill? So I'm assuming what will happen is Tuesday morning I'll get another text with like an updated amendment. Boy, maybe. But yeah, I think I think you're in the right without seeking it out. Hmm. I don't think you're in the wrong there. Uh, not to blast this company and obviously you haven't mentioned their name no no no. and they were they were great you know it just seems like it was a throw their hands in the air and like well nothing we can do anymore which may be entirely true if they can't get it then they can't get it and that's that's perfectly fine um do you have i mean is this something you need to put the call out for or is this literally just something that you uh you need a windowsman i do need a windowsman to come out and see if they can do window stuff. If you're a windows your man, window, if you're a windowsman in the West Michigan area, yeah, you reach out to me directly. Uh, a little uncomfortable about you coming to my house, but you know we could just do the thing where we meet up in a parking lot. I blindfold you. Know, you. you smack him two high, two times in the head with a board. <laughs> throw him in the bed of of uh, or in the back of any of a vehicle. If you can be trusted, yeah, I might trust you. But I, based on what I what you've told me, and granted. I don't know anything about anything, mm-hmm. as we've as we've said. It sounds like you just need a new window. Yeah. Yet you're trying still to wedge the old window into the window, or not the old window, this into the window space. I have a window that doesn't fit. That doesn't that should, should fit, fit, but doesn't <laughs> should fit, but doesn't. I think that. I mean, obviously, there's with anything, there's a certain amount of technique mm-hmm. and um, things like that, which I don't have. Right. I need somebody that has experience with this to look at it and be like, oh, no. Yeah, it looks like it doesn't fit, but that's because you have to do the blah, blah, blah. Or okay. you have to adjust this or shimmy that. Have you considered cutting glass? <laughs> cutting my own? Like doing some measurements, maybe eyeballing it and saying, hey, it's too big here. Go get some plexiglass and from then Home go Depot. in and getting some, you know, and shaving off the, the part that's too big, right? Yeah, it's weird because I think that 20 years ago, this would be a thing. Like right now, the, the window that was broken in the back of the truck, it has four individual panels of glass. Sure. There's a left, a right, and then there's two in the middle that like slide open and closed. Yeah. Well, it's the one all the way on the left that's broken. So I feel like in the past, I would have been able to go to a glass place and be like, Hey, can you cut a new piece of glass for this? Mm-hmm. And they would say, yep, no problem. That's X amount of dollars. And then I would have it done. But it it seems like places don't do that anymore. You know, it's like if your VCR breaks, you used They're to be never... able to take it to a VCR repairman. That seems crazy because the vintage car industry is a thing. Yeah, that's uh, not a vintage car. It's well, not but, like a but in general, Chevy. But in general, those places would exist or yeah. be willing to do that work. For people, simply because of that market, yeah. people repairing their, you know, their cool cars, their Camaros, their Corvettes, and then part of the, you know, mm-hmm. every every good side has to have its bad. Look, I'm in disappointed. In this regard, that they I'm would d- then have to cut glass I'm for a Comanche. Just like you are. Okay. 
Are there going to be windows when we're on the when we're on the parade route? Don't care. I'm not going to be riding in it. Good point. Don't care. Sorry, Sai. Got some plexiglass or something. We're not going fast Ooh. enough anyway that the oh. wind's like blowing, you know. You know what you do um, if you live in a house that has drafty windows in the winter and you can get that like big saran wrap? Yep. And then it seals around the sides. And then you, you take a hairdryer to shrink yep. it. I've got leftover. I'll bring it over. Nice. All set. So Good. presumably this problem won't be fixed while you spend the next <sighs> 90 days tackling, you know, a four inch square of rust. <laughs> In a spot nobody can see. It's not only 90 days, is it? No, we are, well, four months. So 120 days. Four, you know, four and a half-ish. I'll give you 135 days. Hey, that's all right. Things are looking up. I can't go any higher because that's the parade. (laughs) We still need to figure out the logistics, not the logistics, but the formality of how do we officially apply and when we can do that. I think we need, I need to email that contact form. From our email and say, hey, when can we sign up for this? We don't want to miss it. Yeah, definitely. So stay tuned as we inch closer to ParadeCast. All right, real quick before we move on, we want to talk about our sponsor, Athletic Greens, and their product, AG1. So if you want better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system, maybe you hate taking pills or vitamins on a regular basis and you want a supplement that actually tastes great for once, Um, You can see what the hype is all about with Athletic Greens AG1. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy, which is nice. It kind of has a mild tropical taste that you'll actually look forward to drinking on a regular basis. With just one scoop of AG1, you're you're going to be absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, Mm. and adaptogens. It's a special blend of ingredients meant to support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, literally all the things. Mm. It contains less than one gram of sugar, Steve. That's it. No GMOs. There's no chemicals, no artificial anything, and it still tastes good. It's going to cost you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health for that price, and it's cheaper than that nasty cold brew coffee habit that you seem to have every single day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Steve, we have... A good amount of cleanup to do here. Oh, so much. We have not recapped the polls <laughs> in, I feel like, a month. I believe before baby Nikki B was born. The Bool- baby Boolin Wall. Baby Boolin Wall. Was born. We have, By the way, how is the Boolin Wall? The Boolin Wall All is right. Moving on. Yeah. We got to get to these polls again. I said, Steve, I don't know why you rambled on there. <laughs> got a lot to get to. Time to see how wrong everyone else is. It's poll recap time. Find the polls at Stephen Kyle on Twitter. Again, apologies if I've already read these. Uh, we we go these links, and f- I forget if we've recapped these. So if if you're hearing these again, I apologize, but please try to enjoy them. Okay. Who is dumber, cat owners or monkey owners? Boy, I don't think we've done these yet. I think you're. I think we're safe. With eighty three point six percent of the vote, monkey owners. Steve, mm. you're uh, you're a bit absolved. Okay. I mean, I'm not technically a cat owner. Who's uh, that's right? You literally pawned it off, gave it away. <laughs> Who's deadlier? Monkeys or house cats? With fifty-four point four percent of the vote, monkeys. With and I mm. gotta tell you, I, I still don't know who's eating me first if I die in that house. Yeah, it's a it, boy. That's tough. That's really tough. That cat's waiting. It's licking its stupid lips with its dumb, scratchy tongue. Is giving someone a cat worse than giving them a box of human feces? <laughs> yes, it's got to be. That is. Uh, you're welcome, Steve's in-laws. With. <laughs> With 56% of the vote, Mm -hmm. yes, Mm. it is worse. Okay. Are adults who sit in the front row at parades with no kids front yard parkers? Yes. 85% of the audience said yes. Are Yuck and Chuck in the morning always busy on Friday nights? 
57% of the audience said yes. Okay. Does Big Tootsie run the parade gamut? <laughs> Big Tootsie? Because uh, I think this is when you and I were talking about the majority of the parade candy thrown is Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, yeah. 69% of the audience said yes. Would you listen to a live parade podcast? Big one for us. Oh, boy. This 81% of the audience said no. <laughs> that kind of makes the last uh, half hour of conversation about parade podcast. Should we just ditch it? Kind of pointless. I'm looking forward to it. I was excited. I thought people think would think this is you. We like to do things that, listen, a lot of podcasts can do, hey, they're doing a live show with people in attendance, whatever. Nobody's done a billboard in the middle of Ohio. <laughs> Nobody's done a 12-hour trip to Boston. Nobody's done a live podcast from a parade. Yeah. We try to do some things that are unique, well, and we apparently try- that's dumb. We try to do things that are unique, but it's all tongue-in-cheek. Right. Like we got a billboard. Yeah. Like you said, because boy, what's the, what's the zippiest form of advertising in 20, what was it? 2018. Yeah. Billboards. Everyone's (sighs) doing billboards. Is every kid at this age, a garbling box of dumb. Uh huh. 92% of the audience said yes. I like how it doesn't even clarify what age (laughs) at this age. You have to knock on the casket to ask permission to use the family name. What? Did you use a middle name from? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and we didn't, I believe we, did we talked not, about uh, if you asked the uh, deceased. We did not knock and ask the corpse. Sixty-three percent of the audience said yes. Hmm. Is the handlebar jig worth two points? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that was uh, that your your BMX lingo. That's right. Two points. 50-50. An absolute <laughs> wow. dead heat, Steve. Wow. Don't get many of them. Is eating like a horse a good thing? Yeah. 59% of the audience yeah. said yes. Yeah. Oats. Only up to last week. Oats and stuff. Is there a bigger con than the smell of coffee compared to the taste of coffee? <sighs> Point no. 65% of the audience said no. Mm-hmm. What should coffee people call themselves? A coffer or a coffier? With 81% of the vote, Coffier is the winner. Good, good. Should Steve have acknowledged Kyle's beard efforts? No. 50-50, Steve. What? Two in one week? I believe that's never happened before, and now it's happened twice. Jeez. Hitler stash coming back? (laughs) Uh. 71% of the audience said no. Okay. Is Kyle a better friend to Steve, or is Steve a better friend to Kyle? Hmm. With 62.8% of the vote. You any guesses? Uh, no, this, this, mm-mm, I don't. I could have told you how this was going to go. Oh, well, then I know how it went. <laughs> Steve is the better friend. <laughs> yeah, of course. I didn't want to say it. Which is total crap. I don't know why I didn't want to say it. Again, I have no problem insulting you. The... Man went 100 weeks without me notice without noticing me wearing the exact same shirt. Well, that design. doesn't mean I'm a bad friend. He did not notice <laughs> that I grew a beard for a year. Again, that's not something that like dictates good or bad friendship. Was JWB upset about Abe's hair? Eighty-one <laughs> percent of the audience said yes. JWB, of course. John Wilkes. John Wilkes Booth. Is Steve the beard father? Well, no, I mean I couldn't possibly be yeah. the beard. Look, we have there is a beard father. You heard him. He was walking around. Big thank you to the beard father. Big thank you. He's busy now. He's he's too occupied now. He's obviously at his daughter's wedding. Sure, it's Davis. Davis' daughter's wedding. Sixty-three point four percent of the audience said yes. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint everybody. Does the beard father acknowledge the unbearded? Seventy-six percent of the audience said no. No. Can a baby share a nickname with a dog? <laughs> of the audience said yes. So you're okay. I'm good. Got a couple busters upstairs. Is the Boolin Wall a good nickname for Steve's baby? Yes. 64% of the audience said yes. Nice. Are you supposed to level your swing set? Nah. 
88% of the audience <laughs> said yes. Nah. Come on, it's within 5, 6, 8, 10 degrees. Last few here. Is the most shocking thing that Steve didn't have a spare steering wheel? <laughs> 80% of the audience said yes. Would you go see Thor Love and Thunder with us six weeks after its release in a local theater with drinks to follow? Hmm. 64% of the audience said yes. Oh, that's good. So I think we need to plan something for that, Steve. We do. Boy, we have a, a full, full schedule coming up these next, would you say, four and a half months? <laughs> 135-ish days before that Manchie's got to be ready Mm -hmm. and before we're going to have to summon Seasonal Sammy Mm -hmm. to see if he'll walk the parade with us. And because nobody's going to know who Seasonal Sammy is, we're going to have to... um, We're going to have to have just words on his turtleneck that say Seasonal Sammy. Yeah. Or he just holds up a sign that says Seasonal Sammy with an arrow pointing down. That's right. And then the other hand... Hot chocolate. <laughs> See, those are the polls. You can always find those at Stephen Kyle on Twitter. Yes. Um, are we going to... Yeah, let's... We got we got a little bit of time. We haven't lost Robert yet. Yet, yeah. yeah it yeah. is time for a make good. That's right. This was... we. You disappointed the masses last week. I did. So many people were upset. They were it. waiting with bated breath your review of 2019's Captain Marvel, and you came at them... With new dad itis, yeah, empty-handed, <clears throat> empty-handed. I um, and not an apology to be found. Nope, I I was not. I just knew that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, so I didn't. Uh, I didn't really worry. So about let it. me ask you in advance, mm-hmm. as I have the video ready to record. Yeah, was this planned out your week of vacation? Hey, you're going to watch this, and you did on say Wednesday or Tuesday or Friday. Okay, so you still went ahead and waited. <laughs> Until the last possible evening. I mean, I I watched half of it yesterday during the day. Okay. Watched the other half. I, I think I had like 45, 50 minutes of it last night after uh, after the kids were in bed. Yeah. We are we're closing in the end of phase three here. Yeah. How many more do I have in phase three? Phase three, you have two more. Next week, you'll be reviewing Avengers Endgame. Okay. Which is what it's all building towards. Yeah. And then technically part of phase three. Was Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. I'll have to provide that for you again as well. Right. But this is another dash to the past, Steve. Mm. Your official review of 2019's Brie Larson starring Captain Marvel. All right. First off, I had never heard of this character or this movie. (laughs) So here we go. Uh, Brie Larson plays Veers, who is from Cree. Uh, she had a bad dream. Now she's got a fire hand and is practice fighting some guy. She goes to see the supreme intelligence person, and she tells her to calm down, keep her emotions in check. Veers and the gang, they're off to rescue a dude who the scrolls are holding captive, but the scrolls can shapeshift, so that makes things really complicated. Veers gets captured, and they are reading her memories to track down some lady. Uh, side note, Brie Larson runs weird. Not a convincing superhero mm. run at all. Despite her nerd run, she escapes and crash lands in a blockbuster, causing S.H.I.E.L.D. to show up. The scrolls are in hot pursuit. Veers and Nick Fury team up to get info on Dr. Larson and Project Pegasus. After one second of searching a records room the size of a football field, they find exactly what they're looking for. That one felt quick. I don't know if that was a legitimate mm, timer. Yeah, it, was, so. it was probably only 20, was 20, 20 seconds. 20, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, Lawson died in an experimental plane crash six mm. years earlier, and so did Veers? Huh? Well, that's weird. Fury's boss is a scroll and beats his ass. Veers, Fury, and Goose the Cat escape in a plane to go find Veers' old flying buddy who thought she was dead. The scroll dude, T- Talos? Talos? He shows up and plays her audio of the plane crash. She was an Air Force pilot and was flying Lawson to her lab when they were shot down. Veers blew up the energy core to keep it from the bad Cree dude. And that's what gave her her fire hands. Mm. So the scrolls are actually good guys? What the hell is going on? Wait, Veers' real name is Carol? Really? Someone named Carol shouldn't be the energy core for anything. That's too lame of a name. My mom's name is Carol. Hi, Mom. Anyway, they all fly to space to find uh, Lawson. I mean, 
Marvell's <laughs> secret spaceship laboratory. Yeah. Oh. Boy, I thought I had it. A bunch of scrolls are there, and also the blue cube thing makes a return. We haven't seen that in a couple movies. Veers meets with the Supreme Intelligence Lady and shows her what's up, kicks some ass, starts glowing, and steals the blue thing back. Zoink, I'll take that. Goose is a flurkin, which is uh, like an alien. He eats everything, including the cube and all the bad guys. Veers sends the Cree dude home, all busted up, and tells him to warn the Supreme Intelligence he's coming back to end the war. She gives Fury his pager back and says to use it for emergencies only. Hmm. So that's what, that's who he was paging at the end of Infinity War? Sure seems like it. And that was 2019's Captain Marvel. I gotta tell you, this one felt like a bit of a step back for you. How so? We because uh, I want a couple we're seconds long. Referring to it as the blue cube thing, <laughs> the Tesla rack, the yep, the bike rack that the goes tester, the tester smack, the bike rack that goes on top of your Model Three Tesla, <laughs> Tesla rack. Uh, you obviously for anybody not familiar with the movie, it should uh, we should mention this takes place in the nineties. It does. That's why you uh, you mentioned Blockbuster. Crash landed in a Blockbuster yeah. in yeah. California, I think. You missed a lot of the Monica Rambo, Maria Rambo mm-hmm. stuff. Well, that was her, her old flying boat. Right, right, right. The I, I, I meant to write it down. The very first few words of your review felt like a real mishmash of vague. Let's see. Um... First off, I had never heard of this character or this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brie Larson Veers, who is from Cree. <laughs> she had a bad dream. And now yes. she's got a fire hand yep. and is practice fighting some dude. Yep, there it was. That was that's what it was. Had a yeah. bad dream, he was, now has fire oh, hands, practice like fighting some dude. Longo Tongo or something. Alto Alto Nova? Nope, that's right. It's the same name as the, the greased up Tongan guy from the Olympics. Longo Tongo. <laughs> What is his name? I forget his specific name. I watched this uh, when we were supposed to two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> British guy, though. Nice accent. Um, try, yeah, I mean, it was uh, played by Jude Law. Jan Rog. Jan Rog. Uh, you mentioned Talos. Mm-hmm. They're the Cree, the, the Cree scroll flip. And yeah. they, they give you in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. that the scrolls are actually the good guys. Yeah, that was, that was kind of surprising. Kind of the, uh, the meanies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the meanies. The years. The meanies. Yeah. The, uh, this now sets, was this two set before the events of Infinity War? Yeah. Two in a row. And, 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 two. and, and Wasp. Yeah. And now Captain Marvel. So now finally we get to mm-hmm. come back to the main timeline next week with Avengers Endgame. Okay. And you saw during the post credit scene. Yeah. The, pager that mm-hmm. the Avengers, the remaining Avengers had uh, kept running and operating. And they said it'd been months since then. They didn't know how to, mm-hmm. uh, what it was doing or if it was working. And Black Widow turns around in the shield headquarters or wherever they are. Yeah. And boom, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel looking a bit there. older. She is, uh, you can see she's a big power. Like she's a big game, a game changer in terms of her powers. Mm-hmm. Excited for you to watch this end game. Uh, I, um, yeah, I have some thoughts on this movie. Okay. It was interesting to see that she's basically what started the Avengers initiative. Right. Well, yeah, you see at, towards the end after the Flurkin scratches Fury's eye. Yeah. And he's typing on a computer as he works for S.H.I.E.L.D. and he starts typing out. Yeah, he had it called like the, the Protector Initiative. I yeah. Think. And obviously that didn't. Nothing happens from then until Iron Man, which mm-hmm. you then see Fury approach Iron Man at the end of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Say, I want to, you know, start put, put this, a team put together. a team together, yeah. and that's where. It, but yeah, yeah, that's fair. This, in terms of continuity, Captain America is the first. He happened obviously he is super soldier in the fort in nineteen forties, right, right, right. 
then Captain Marvel in the 90s. Yeah. And then the main timeline. So it took him a while to get going. Yeah. Yeah. Took him, uh, took him about 50 years to get stuff to get stuff underway. The, um, I mean, did you like it? We Not your official, official mm-hmm. review yet. It, it I, I think got, it, hmm. what, well, tell me how you felt about this movie. I loved it. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Uh, this is a movie and a casting that set uh, misogynist internet ablaze because they gave her so many powers and mm. she's so strong and how can she be that? Well, read a comic book. She might not be as powerful as they make her in these movies. Who cares? She doesn't run great. Again, go back and watch. I'll any, have to go back and watch it. I didn't notice while, that. Like, especially early in the movie. Yeah. There was one scene in particular where she's running and her legs are just like all goofy. Looking. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't get that out of my head. Um, but yeah, do, do you want my official review then? Yeah, I've got it open as we are, uh, the, the, the 21st movie here in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Steve, your official review, 2019's okay. Captain Marvel. 2019's Captain Marvel. Um, I started out not liking it because it was a little too Star Wars spacey for me. Very spacey. But I came around and thought it was pretty good. Hey. Lots of, lots of Easter eggs, which I always appreciate. Easter eggs that you noticed, even. Because mm-hmm. you're a Marvel. You're becoming a Marvelsman. Mm-hmm. 17 solid stars. Also, good soundtrack. Very 90s-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That, that like is, some... I believe that's officially your longest. Oh, not, not quite. Your longest review still is Captain America the Winter Soldier. You know, it's funny. Most of the time I have a little note in my review on it, but this week I didn't. Give me a minute. I enjoyed the action, but I'm not a fan of Bucky, although do I, I do have a glimmer of hope because in one of the post credit scenes, Bucky goes to the museum, and I kind of saw a glimmer in his eye that he's trying to remember who he really is. Yeah, it's weird. That's I'm, your full I'm, review of I, that. I like, I like Bucky now. Yeah. I've, I've come around on Bucky. This was... Um, this movie was, people complained because it they felt it was wedged in before Endgame. Simply because you've known all these characters for, at this point, 10 years. Mm-hmm. right? From Iron Man 2008, they introduced them all, trickle down as they introduced them. And then you see the impact that it has on all of them in Infinity War. And the only part I kind of agree with is, you're now bringing in this powerhouse in movie 21 mm. of this series where we already know and kind of love all these characters, right? Yeah. And differing, you know, differing so like levels. The new, the new kid in town. Yeah. And hard for her to and be incorporated into that. And also, listen, this was a female-led, female-driven mm-hmm. movie with female directors and female writers. Yeah. And it's impossible to ignore the internet's full of really stupid people <laughs> who get upset about stupid things. Yeah. When, especially when they feel like their manhood's being questioned. Mm-hmm. There's that whole scene with, uh, Veers when she's landing, she kind of, I think she, she has the newspaper. She's looking at something yeah. and the, the guy in the motorcycles, essentially cat calling her. Yeah, exactly. And then, so she steals the a, motorcycle. Give me, give me a smile girl. Or yeah. something Like that. And so some of it's a bit heavy-handed, but listen, I, I really liked it. There, uh, I'm a sucker for these movies, though, so I'm probably not a fully uh, objective point of view. But we are racing towards the end. We sure are. Next week, are you ready for this one? Are you excited? I'm for excited Endgame? about this one. I'm still I'm, reeling I'm from about... my disappointment that you didn't have the emotional impact during Infinity oh, War, and I'm I mean... still, to be honest with you, now that I mention it, I'm still mad at you as well about that. I think she really perturbed again. Now that I'm remembering how little that affected you, I think in hindsight, I don't care if I want to do this anymore, like the whole podcast. Yeah. Okay. I have to talk to Rusty about it. <laughs> you know, I think in hindsight, I appreciate the end of Infinity War a bit more. Can we add that? Yeah, I'm willing to. Add, I'm willing to put that as a postscript. Uh, now, Steve, I need you to be aware mm. this week. 
I need you to schedule this. Avengers Endgame comes in at three hours and two minutes. Oof. We're actually uh, we're going to be away this weekend, and right for the holiday. Yeah, for, for the, the holiday, holiday weekend. Yep. I think that I'm going to knock it out this weekend. Oh God, here we go. No, because there's a lot of. Uh, well, it's a long drive time. Right? When we're well, when we're at the in-laws, my responsibilities. I dwindle. Yeah. <laughs> Drop a bit. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Like, yeah. you know that. Yeah. Like, oh, go play with grandma. Oh, no. Okay, I'll be over here. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to download it to the iPad and then be like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom again. Oh, yeah. those beans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, an hour. I'll see you in three hours and two minutes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably two hours and 48 minutes. You know, you figure like 15 minutes of it or so is the, is the credits. Stay tuned. For next week, when we find out that Steve was up at 4.30 in the morning on Saturday, watching this movie to prepare for the podcast because he's terrified to fall behind yet another week. Pretty likely. There's going to be one week. It's going to happen where I just like, I get on a roll and I just knock out like six movies in a row. Well, there's only like seven movies left. Perfect. There's eight, eight, including this upcoming week of Ender's Endgame. That seems so doable. But one of them, again, is not even out in theaters yet. comes out next week. Okay. All right. At Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you need to get the address so you can send some stickers for the sticker wall. Yes. Send us a DM or just look in the notes of this podcast. Uh, Also, seriously, if there is anyone out there who does, um, like, automotive wraps, I would love to talk to you about some design ideas for the eventual... Uh, end of the Comanche. Yeah, or like even he, vinyl, like large-scale vinyl decals that can mm-hmm. be cut to a, a very specific shape because we wanted to kind of yeah. go along the shape of the Comanche. Yep. All right. Just uh, DM us. Again, Please. at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We will talk to you next week.